Welcome to Her Soul Speaks, a podcast about her faith, her family, her femininity, and everything in between. We hope this podcast encourages and inspires you on your walk with God. We're your hosts, Essence and Renee, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, okay. So, um, one of the shows that I really like to watch is Jan Levanzant. Oh my, my god! Life. I know, I know. I honestly, I like to watch it too. But sometimes like, she's a little bit intense. Sometimes I'm like, Yanla, that's not your child. Ninety percent of the time, she's too intense. But there are moments where I'm like, that was good. Right. That was good. I, her method doesn't work for everybody. I don't think. But um, a lot of it, I, I like. Okay, so this one, it's a little bit. I'm nervous. Cute. Okay, so you're already halfway there. You guys can't <laughs> see Essence, but she just like closed her eyes inside. So this is what you're going to do. I want you to close your eyes, which you're already doing. <laughs> and just, just, I just want you to see black, black, okay. just black darkness. It's just not thinking about anything at all. And I want you to answer this question. So just follow after me and then you're going to trail off into, after this prompt. Does and that this make is feeling, sense to you? Yeah, it's feeling very spiritual. Yeah, it's just a little, right? Okay, so I wish... Oh, I'm so say loud. Okay. Yes, I wish. I wasn't silent. I wasn't silent. When? When I was a child. <laughs> You're laughing. No! This is my real okay, life. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Why? Go ahead. The, you going. see, the, isn't this podcast supposed to be semi-therapeutic? Um, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> I didn't cool. expect you to, to laugh, go there. laughed at my prompt. <laughs> what did you expect me to say? Because my face today i would like to talk okay i mean silence and okay but uh, this it does work i mean i couldn't yes. think of something off the top of the noggin in such a zen state about <laughs> about my faith and about those kinds of things specifically right. didn't come to my head at the time because i was trying not i was trying to make the sentence kind of fluid but when i was a child a lot of people i've already i've said this too i was very quiet i was a serious introvert like shocking. serious it was super shocking because <laughs> i can't stop talking now but i was a super introvert when i was a child um and i just think that in terms of like like i was saying um i think i said this before on the podcast that i grew up with like my cousins and we're all like one year apart mm -hmm. and so like you know summer times everyone goes to grandma's house you're playing outside right. gallivanting smelling like grass <laughs> come back inside to eat go back outside you smelling know like outside. Oh my smelling gosh. like outside and stuff like that um and but i just feel like I wouldn't say I was taken advantage of by like my cousins or anything when I was little, but I didn't, I never had a voice. Like I didn't speak up. Mm. And so I felt like maybe I maybe was, didn't want to do things that like, you know, they forced me to do, or I wanted to do things that they didn't want to do. Or right. sometimes it would make me take sides. Like, you know, which cousin do you like the, yeah. the best? And it was just cause like, I was like the youngest and I was like the most quiet. They would do that. Mm. Um, and then when I got my personality, you know, right. when that kicked in, <laughs> that X dropped that off. <laughs> when, <laughs> <laughs> when the story came, it was like a shock to my family. Yeah. Like she talks, you know what I mean? So I kind of feel like I wished I could have been maybe even more well-spoken or I could have been more confident or more whatever mm. earlier on in life if I wasn't so silent, silent as, as a kid. That makes sense. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So you already know the topic, but everybody else doesn't. Yeah. So today we want to talk about silence, right? And how that is such a weighted word, even though when you think of silence, you don't think of anything. Like, right. you know what I mean? Because when I looked it up, it says that silence is complete absence of sound. And um, I think that it can be a very powerful thing, but it can also be a very deadly thing. So when you think of um, womanhood and 
women being silenced and um, how that might look. Um, yeah, like what what comes to mind when you think of silence? Do you think of it more in the powerful aspect or more in the um, oppressed? Aspect? I definitely think about it in more of the powerful aspect. Mm-hmm. I think that for a couple of reasons, I think that the Bible does state two things about silence. If you read Proverbs, I just finished a reading plan on Psalms and Proverbs and Proverbs is always talking about like, you know, if you answer a fool according to his folly, then da 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 da. Like, you know, don't talk to people who are dumb basically is what it's saying. Right. (laughs) And I think that, you know, translation. (laughs) Exactly. I think like in James, it also talks about the power of the tongue and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I think it takes a lot of self-control to be silent in that respect when you more so when you you're taming yourself. Yeah. Um, Someone offends you and you have to be silent, you know, like I I think, it, it can definitely be a powerful thing, but in the sense of more where we're steering silence for today, silence for a lot of people means peace. Hmm. If I don't say anything, it's just going to be peaceful and yeah. I don't need to address this person. I don't right. need to address this issue because if I'm silent, then there's peace. Yes. But what we all know is that if you're silent about something that you believe in or you're passionate about or that you disagree with, it really tears you up inside. It, it doesn't does. It doesn't tear up the other person. It's true. I, I know for myself that there's been times when I'm at work and my coworker will make like little comments about anything really. And if it touches on anything that I feel um, almost like a moral obligation to make a stand on, when I don't say anything, I automatically feel like, I wonder what they think of me now. Mm. Or I wonder how am I representing Christ now when I didn't give an opportunity for him to shine in that moment. And I think it's very, very easy to fall into the trap of, I'm not even going to say nothing. Yeah. Because like you were saying, it's almost like on one hand, um, you feel at peace in yourself by your own standards of what peace is because you're not um you're not ruffling any feathers yeah. and you're not doing anything that goes against the grain but that's not how um god intends us for, for us to be you know not what I at mean? all like christianity is not meant to be like the what's that scripture about like um i came to bring a rod or something like that like i don't remember but there's a mm-hmm. scripture where, like jesus kind of like i didn't come here to like coddle just you. to make everybody feel yeah comfortable. like i came here yeah. to bring division like that's why that's why i came like um i think i touched on it um last week in the podcast when like you know the pharisees and the the Sa- sadducees they they wanted jesus to follow the law they wanted him yes. to be very strict on this and they want why are you doing this why are you doing this and these people are not real christians and yeah. these people are not whatever or not even christians because Christianity wasn't a thing right. like you know um they're not following Followers. the law and Jesus was like I didn't like come here to make you guys feel better about your re- religiosity mm-hmm. like I came here to hang out with the prostitutes and tell them that they need salvation yes. I this is why I came I didn't come exactly. here to bring make everybody feel good yeah. um and that's something that I think because in today's society we are so vocal about what we like and what we don't like the minute that somebody shares an opposing idea or thought it's an issue but as a christian you don't necessarily want to just sit in support and cahoots with things that don't line up to what the bible says okay so let me ask you a question go ahead just popped in my head mm-hmm. are you somebody who surrounds yourself this could be on your social media feed this right. could be in real life this could be in workplace whatever do you surround yourself with people do you tend to surround yourself with people who think like you or do you tend to surround yourself with people who don't think like you or a mix and why Okay, so I would say for me, it's a mix. Um, The reason why I like to surround myself with people that are a bit of a mix is because I 
I am the person who <laughs> sometimes I'll speak in analogies <laughs> a lot of times. Sometimes, yeah, come on. <laughs> and so I know that my way of thinking is a little bit different than most. And so it's nice, it's refreshing to be able to talk to people with difference of opinions because it's healthy. Um, I agree. However, there is an importance in having people who are like-minded. Not that we we don't all have to share the exact same way of thinking. That's just not going to happen yeah. because just God made me just way too off, you guys. But um, <laughs> in terms of just having people who are like-minded, I think that's important. I don't think I intentionally try to find right. people who I'm like, okay, bruh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's some people who who they seek that out. They're almost yes. like seeking out an argument. They're seeking yes. out whatever. Like I like, for example, think about when you go on social media and then there's people in the comments who are like, for example, I follow the Raptors, I, a Raptors fan. And I'll look in the comments and people be like, the Raptors are trash. They're not making it to the playoffs anyway. It's like, so why are you on the feed though? Like, yeah. Why are you so then why are you here? Exactly. Or people like if you look on like a Christian music video on YouTube or something. And people in the comments are like, you know, God's not even real. Da, 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 da. It's like, but wait, why are you here then? Cause yeah. we're all here just trying to worship. I don't know where'd you come from. Exactly. So there's some, certain people who kind of seek out that division. But the, the reason why I asked that question is because I think there's also a, there is a danger in only surrounding yourself with people who think exactly like yeah. you, because number one, um, the Bible says, I believe it's in first Timothy, maybe second, you know, that your faith should be tested. You should be ready to come up with answers for your faith yes. and be able to test the word all the time. You should always be ready to be able to give an opposing view to someone who doesn't believe what you believe. Yeah. Um, second Timothy chapter three, there we go. It, there, it's from that song. It's <laughs> yeah. from that song. Thank you, Cam. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's, there's that view where people are always wanting to be, you know, be in opposition, but then there's people who shy away from it so much that you never have a chance to live out your Christianity among the darkness. Why are we here? We're not meant to be put under, uh, you know, a basket, right? We're meant to shine. So if you never go into the dark places or if you're never around people who don't think like you, you're always going to kind of be the same. Um, and that's what, like I was talking to someone today and I was saying like, that's what I love about going to post-secondary school is that mm-hmm. they force you to think critically yeah and it's annoying sometimes because you're like it's just this but they're, they're trying to give you every angle so that way when you're writing your paper or if you're out in the real world you can ask questions yeah. and asking questions and learning it just helps you progress as a person so exactly. i think like as a christian it's not to say go into the club and let your light shine <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna shine there <laughs> you're gonna shine but it's just gonna be glow sticks oh my god but like it's it's more so you know don't shy away about you know that person that work that may think differently than you because yeah. maybe they'll you'll be a light as a christian to them and they may be like hmm christians are not so bad or they might get curious and you know ask you questions and stuff exactly and you're you're put in any environment that you have like within your daily life for a reason and if you don't take opportunities um to share jesus to share um you know a different way of thinking then you're leaving people to themselves and that's a dangerous place to be when you're when you just leave people to think whatever it is that they want to as opposed to giving them um truth and sometimes truth is hard to um to accept and sometimes it's hard to have the same relationship that you have with that person before and so it's easy for a lot of people I think um myself included I've been guilty of it to be passive and to be um silent because you don't want to be viewed um as that girl you know that person oh my gosh here they go again Mm -hmm. with the bible this the bible that but it's just kind of like no if you're saying that at least you know what to expect you're gonna get that from her and the moment that you don't you're like oh what happened to you you know you're not saying that 
that Jesus stuff anymore? Like, oh, you don't believe anymore? It's like, no, I need to make myself known. I want to make him known, not even myself. Let's correct that. Mm. To make to make Jesus known. So funny enough, there's this, um, there's someone who comes to our church now and um, he, the way that he, he ended up coming out to church was through his girlfriend, now his wife. So let's just say his wife's friend okay. is the one who invited his wife and then him and now they're in church. Yeah. But it's funny when he came to the church, he realized he actually knew people from before. Mm-hmm. And so my husband Gabriel was one of them. And he, he, you know, he sees Gabriel, he's like, what? Like, you go here? Like, you know what? And then Gabriel's like, yo, bro, I've been, I've been trying to get you out to church since 2010. Yo, like, you know, here you are like 10 years later. Like what, what happened to you? Where are you on the road? And I was speaking to him and I'm like, how weird and uncomfortable and sad would have been if you and Gabriel had been working in the same work environment Mm -hmm. for one, two, three, four years. Right. And he never preached to you. He never yeah. invited you out to church. Yes. He never let his his Christianity be known to you. And then 10 years later, you show up in the same church. And it's, and like, it's oh, like, hey. oh, hey. And it's like, yo, bro, you how come you never told me from? Yeah. Like, yeah. how sad is that? But realistically, I think I myself included, mm-hmm. there's a lot of us who are just like, you know, what, let me just go to work. Let me just live my, my life. Yes. Let me just move on. Let me just go to this family function. Let me not say nothing. Let me right. not ruffle any feathers. And to think, like, sorry to cut you off, but that's such a selfish thing to say. Let me just live my life. Mm. True. What are you talking about? Your life is supposed to be laid down. Your cross is supposed to be carried. It's supposed to be evident. Everywhere you go, even in the little things that you do, when people look at you and you you just do something kind out of the goodness of your heart. It's the goodness of your heart that is given to you by but Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you know what true. I mean? That that's prompts true. you to do things that are outside of the norm, that's no matter true. what it is. They can say, there's something different about you. And even though you might be like, oh, like nothing. You could be like, yeah, Jesus. And it's true. Do you know what that's I mean? True. Like give him an opportunity to get glory. I was going to say, on the, on the topic, when you're talking about like yourself, Mm -hmm. do you think it's hard as an introverted person, Mm -hmm. as someone who's more like just not talkative, just in general, because I think for me, like just surely for the fact that I just be talking, I just bring up that I'm going to church that day or I'm just reading my Bible and I don't know, like whatever. But for someone who like, it doesn't come natural to everybody to be out there right like and so that's why the podcast is is good too because like you have you're an introvert i'm an extrovert you think like in philosophies i think like more (laughs) you know concrete so you can you can get two perspectives i'm saying Mm -hmm. like people who are listening so for someone who's just not a confrontational person yeah like how do you balance that um it's interesting for me because even though i'm not confrontational and yes i'm an introvert um i'm still outgoing so i still am able to make connections with people yeah. at work just through being myself and not feeling like i'm just coming to go to work and do my job and then move on and so i think um for myself um any little opportunity that i can to share um you know my testimony or just let somebody know oh i don't i don't really do that or i don't mm. I, I don't go there or yeah. no nah, i don't drink like i you know what i mean yeah. like i take those little moments as opportunities cuz people will always say things people will always um especially like when holidays come around and they're like oh like what are you getting and da 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 and it's just kind of like i'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know this is why I am the way I am this is you know what I mean what I believe looking like for those key moments where you can like exactly yeah exactly and I think that um it's important to to do it in a way that's organic to you 
just because you're Christian doesn't mean you have to, like, as soon as you come to work and you're sitting down and, like, you place, like, you know what I mean? Like, some picture of you at your baptism on your on your, your desk. And it's just, like, you don't have to do those outward things. Yeah. Like, if you're a Christian, like, let, let it speak. Let your integrity show something different. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's how I look at it. And for you being that you're an extrovert and being that you are more on the confrontational side, how do you, um, how do you approach somebody or use your voice, um, for the things of God without letting it get, uh, I guess, ugly or messy or because it's like you want to defend him, but you want to be respectful. Yeah. Like I think for me, like, um, I like to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm not necessarily a confrontational person. Like I'm not combative, um, but I'm not shy. So I'm not, you know, whatever. We'll talk. Like if I wasn't a Christian, I would be talking to you anyway about your weekend or about whatever. So um, naturally, like in my work situations or, you know, whatever, I'm just the one to start the conversation some of the time. So it just, it will come out naturally. Like you were Mm -hmm. saying like that, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm I'm on Tinder. Like one of my old coworkers in my days, (laughs) I'm on Tinder and, you know, trying to meet these guys and all these guys are trash like I can't even believe it and I just can't meet a good guy and all this kind of stuff and I'm like yeah like I've been married for at that point in time seven years or eight years I don't know whatever no not even booze maybe like six um but you know I've been married for six years so like I'm really happy I didn't have to go through that and then she'll say oh how old are you like you got married so young right oh you know when I was in church and go from there right um and not and I'm not gonna like trash you in my one sitting about how I'm a Christian and how I got saved yes. and how you need to come to church. So you're going to go yeah, yeah, not yeah. all in one sitting. Am I doing, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, Oh here, yeah, you yeah. go to church da, 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 and then, you know, just go on naturally from there mm-hmm. and, and genuinely ask people questions. But I think because of the kind of person that I am, I'm pretty decent at like reading a vibe and knowing mm-hmm. like, okay, this person's not into yeah. it right now. Back off because ultimately no matter if you're introverted, extroverted, combative shy whatever you don't want to turn people off yes from the gospel yeah. you want to be very not to say you're trying to like stroke feathers or whatever yeah. but you, you want people to be open enough mm-hmm. to be able to receive what you're seeing in a month from now or two months from now like i'm yeah. not the kind of person who's going to necessarily invite you to church the same day i meet you yeah let me build up a rapport with you let me know i'm a nice person like you know what i mean to know mm-hmm. would you even want to be somewhere with me at the same time yeah, you know exactly. and then go from there that makes sense so what would you say to um someone who doesn't know how to navigate not being silent, um, especially as a um, young woman serving God. And let's just say you hear over here a conversation, like, should she be jumping in mm. to um, make, uh, make her stand? Should she be waiting until she's approached and invited in a conversation? Like at what points or how? I think it depends on who you're dealing with. I think yeah. like in a family situation, we're comfortable. You yes. know, you don't need to be shy around your mom or your sisters yeah. or your brother. So um, in a family situation, I think, listen, you're in the family for the long haul anyway. You yeah. know, no one's going anywhere, you know? So I think in that situation, you can be a little bit more bold. Mm-hmm. Um, you can challenge people a little bit more. And for the most part, your family knows your heart. They know what kind of person you are. They yes. know you're not just trying to, you know, whatever, just slash them for no reason with r- rudeness or whatever. Um so I wouldn't sit back and let my family members or people that I'm very close to just shoot off comments yes. about this. Like my family knows when they come to my house, like don't swear, not only because I have a young child, but also just like respectfully yeah. don't use the Lord's name in vain in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, you know, we got to cut this short. I got to go back to church making those little stands. Yeah. Um, 
And it's those kinds of things that can get conversations going. And it's those kinds of things that allow your family to also be open with you. Um, But I think that if you're in a situation where you don't know people or maybe it's a work environment or whatever, it, it, again, it kind of just depends on the situation and what people are saying. I think that if it's something against you or offensive to you or things that are directly at you, I think you should definitely speak up. But I mean, like there's the other side where if, if someone's in the corner talking about, oh man, like I just, you shot up heroin, you know, yesterday and oh, it was, it was a ride and now I'm going to go to the Satanist gathering. Like, yeah. you're not necessarily going to jump in and be jump like, it. hey, did it, you know what I mean? <laughs> you might wait until you're at the water cooler together and be like, hey, so I heard that you were saying like, you know, yeah. what's your religion? Are you, you know, and just make yeah. it organic and make it whatever. Because if you want people to listen to what you're saying, you have to have a rapport. You have mm. to have a relationship. That's so, very important. Yeah. That's true. And so how are we going to like leave for the... <laughs> For the woman who feels silenced or who um, hasn't been using her voice, you know, um, I know that when we come together, like we want to leave somebody and anybody with um, encouragement. So, um, you know, know that your voice was given to you for a reason and that you have it's a, it's a gift to be able to use your actual voice when you think about it. Um, there are so many people who who can't speak. Um, for example, like oftentimes people who are um, hearing impaired, um, they don't yep. know how to yes. properly, um, you know, create sounds, um, you know, create words. And so it's like when you dumb it down a little yeah, bit to yeah. the gift of having a voice, yeah. um, it's almost like an offense to God to not use it, even in the little things, right? I agree. Uh, James 1.3 says, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Mm-hmm. Like your faith is going to get tested. And I think like, you know, in this, especially in the last year or so, like there's one narrative and one kind of voice being pushed out there on social media, in the media in general, not even just social media, just in general, everywhere you look, there's really one voice and mm-hmm. one tone that is so hard and so prevalent out there. Um, but the Bible says the testing of your faith will produce steadfastness. And yeah. we know that like, Christianity is not for, it's just not for like here and now. Like it's for the long haul. It's for the journey. It's for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years should the Lord tarry. So you're, you are going to be faced with these kinds of situations. If not now, next year, if not next year, six months, if not. So put yourself in a situation maybe where you are more comfortable. Mm. People who you are more comfortable with, like your parents or right. that close friend from school that they know you go to church, but maybe they don't. And just test it out on people who are closer to you, who yeah. you know, maybe you could, you can afford to get a little fault, you know, go left or right here yeah, or there, yeah. you know, before you decide to challenge someone else who maybe you're just talking to on the street yeah. or, you know, whatever. Like this generation is, Christians are being silenced so much. Yeah. And so I feel like, I don't know, like, what are some ways, like, I know you can ask me the question, but <laughs> kind of flipping it back to you, like in this generation, how can a Christian mm-hmm. make their voice be heard? during this kind of like, you know, high pressure time? Um, I would say any opportunity that you see to use it or to voice your opinion, um, do it. Yeah. Because everyone is giving their opinion mm. and a lot of them seem to be, it looks and sounds the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I know for myself as someone who sings, when I hear um, voices that sound as one, I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Mm. When I hear a harmony though, like my toes curl. Gosh. Like I just like, I'm like, whoo, it's just so nice to hear 
variety. Yes. And I think that um, the Christian woman's voice is the variety. She is the harmony to the melody that's already being sung all the time by everybody else. She's giving you the highs and she's mm. giving you the lows and it's something to be cherished. You know what? I, I like what you just said. Now that I think about it, like you're someone who can sing. If you're someone who, let's say, who has a voice, maybe on your socials or whatever, you can sing a song. You know yeah. what I mean? Like something like that. Be like, hey guys, I just wrote this or this is one of my favorite songs. I want to sing it to you guys. It's a gospel message. Yeah. If you're someone like myself, you write poetry. Maybe, you know, writing out a few lines from your poetry on socials or something. Being, yeah. You know, any way, everyone has their their strengths. And, and they're, you know, sorry to cut you yeah. off, but your gift, like if you have yeah. a gifting, that is also your voice. Not yeah. always does it have to be left to the audible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember seeing so many um, paintings that like young children, 10, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nine did um, of what they, you know, believed to be their encounter with seeing Jesus. And it was, it's just beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we've, no one has ever seen um, the face of God, but those who have, you know, had these encounters and feel mm-hmm. that they have, and they're able to create like paintings and murals and things like that. It's like, it captures your attention. And even if you don't believe in God, just seeing a young child, yes, it being able you. to, it's, it's phenomenal. So I think in, in the exact same way, like using your gifts, like you're saying, like if you sing, if you um, do spoken word of poetry, if you play music, if you are a writer, um, you know, if you have your own um, blogging platform, or even just in something as simple as WhatsApp statuses. Now, when WhatsApp statuses first came out, I was just so over everybody posting everything that they're doing all the time. their entire lives. Yes. But that's just also me and my <laughs> nature of going against the grain. Like yes. you're posting what you're doing. I'm not posting anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but that's a perfect opportunity also because um, you have, your contact list is almost like, that's what you're accountable for. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. you have their numbers and they have yours. So yeah. if you have an opportunity to share something, even if it's just a scripture even, straight from the Bible app. Yeah, like even if like I think as you said that like people post their morning routines yeah. or whatever. If you post, um, let's just say for example, and and this is such a small thing, guys. And I know it, it's kind of inconsequential, but it does plant seeds places and it does let people know where you stand. I'm just randomly saying this. Let's say for example, um, like for me, I'm doing this this challenge where for the first ten minutes when I wake up in the morning, I read. For the last 10 minutes before I go to bed, I read something mm. just to ch- really challenge myself to not be on my phone first yes. thing in the morning or falling right asleep with my phone asleep. falling on my face at night, you know, yeah. like, so let's say, let's say, for example, before you go to bed, you know, you have your Bible open. You want to take that IG pic, you know what I mean? Bible open, candle lit, tea in your hand or coffee in your hand saying good right. morning with your Bible. Yeah. People know where you stand yeah. or, you know before you in your morning wake up routine or something posting a little scripture with maybe yeah. your your running shoes or your weights or whatever you're yeah. going to work out you know what i mean like little things like that and it's not to say you're you're always going to be this yeah. bible thumping person but if you want to if you're nervous about it and you kind of don't know how or if you're a new christian and you're kind of like where do i start those little things because yeah. people won't then be surprised when you start talking about it yeah it's people just won't that, be it's surprised just that when salt. you it's a little exactly salt. sprinkling it it's Salty. just <laughs> yeah that that's that's literally what it is so i like If you like what you're hearing so far, be sure to follow us on the platform when you listen to your podcast and follow us on Instagram at Her Soul Speaks Podcast. Now, back to the episode. So for me, I was put in a situation recently, super awkward, Um, and it actually wasn't about my faith. Um, It was more like 
political view. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Uh, it, yeah. Least, yeah. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> um, but uh, it was with a family member and I know they know, they know I'm a Christian. Like mm-hmm. it's not everybody no knows question. like whatever, but um, I've done an amazing job at staying off social media or not staying off social media. Sorry. Like keeping my opinions off of social media right. in terms of political things. And okay. so, um, it's just because things are so hot. hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's just hot. And a lot of your good intentions can be taken out of context, yes. right? So anyways, a family member posted something on social on social media, just, just this narrative, just one thing. And I was just like looking at my phone, looking at the status, like really rocking my mind. Like, am I going to say this or am I not? Because I'm thinking like Essence it's taking you a lot of self-control to not say this. And that's what I was saying before, yeah. like silence can also be very powerful to mm-hmm. hold yourself back, rein yes. yourself in. But at the same point in time, I'm like, there was just something in me that's like, I can't let you keep going thinking what your, your, your views and your aggressive jargon is okay. Right. Like there are other people who have differing opinions and I am going to say something now. Yeah. And so she had whatever she had on her Instagram story. And I responded seeing like, and I said it in a, like, I wanted her to know that I was um, uh, coming from a place of love. Like I wasn't being like, well, that's wrong because people know that da, 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 da. I was like, Hey cuz, but you know, da, 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 yeah. da, like with like a heart or something, just like to really dilute the right. fire that may come. And the fire did come. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, this is not, and I'm not going to even say what the situation is, guys, because, like, we'll it's leave that for, like, another crazy. time. Like, yeah. that's not what the episode is about. But she was just going on about, like, everybody knows that this, this, that, and this is not right, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, don't even get me started on this right now. And I was like, so the heart didn't work, clearly. Right. Um, <laughs> obviously, Jeez. didn't work. Um, And so I said, okay, let's go ahead to agree to disagree on this, yeah. because we're obviously... We no, obviously we're not going to agree. The same and yeah. then they just responded saying, let's. And it was the one word answer for me. Yeah. You know those I, words? Well, I, the let's, I heard, I felt, heard it and felt it. <laughs> and so I was just like, I can even see them like closing the chat and then throwing their phone. Like, Ugh. Oh, you know you, what I mean? Like, oh, you wish they throw their phone because you know what they did next is I think I responded with just an emoji, like not a laughing face, like, haha, you're so funny, but just like a kind of happy face emoji. Like, you know what? You know, one of those. Right. Then they posted on their WhatsApp store, on their, sorry, Instagram story. And then mind you, this is all happening at like one something in the morning. So I didn't even think, I didn't even think she was going to respond to me. Like right away. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was like, she's probably going to see this in the morning and like da, 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 da. So we're, we're pushing like almost 2 a.m. at this point. And she was just like, I'm going to say it again for those in the back. Blah, 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 blah. And just restated her whole narrative 30 seconds after we just had our conversation. And so I was you like. And and so now I'm I'm telling myself, you should have never said nothing, man. You should have right. kept your mouth closed. But at the same point in time, I'm like, I don't care if you feel uncomfortable. Yes. I am totally okay with, with you knowing we disagree yeah. and this is what's going to be. Yeah. Now I'll see you at Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's just my, you, <laughs> the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. <laughs> because at the same time, like, I also feel like I'm letting you have your way by just letting you run off the track like this thinking you're right and mm-hmm. and you're just going to be right and everybody agrees with me on my way is the right way no yeah there are people who disagree with you and are not afraid to yeah. tell you that they disagree with you true. and so i responded to the story and i said this is for me huh and i didn't you get a did response. i did because because i want you to know and this goes back to my narrative of my cousins thinking i'm this young 
kid who's never going to say anything and you can push me around and whatever, whatever, like you're not. Right. And so I want, I'm not going to sit back and be like, (laughs) no, this is for me. Wasn't it? No response. And that's okay with me. Cool. I still like your pictures. I, mean, I still comment on your in stuff. In that case, like the silence was also an answer. The silence was you know an answer. I mean? the, the silence was the an silence answer. Was yes. The it silence. Was clear, yes. The silence was an answer. Yeah. And so I just, I just carried crazy. on. Silence is crazy. Silence is so it's much more than so much to unpack. Very so much more complex. Than you think. It's very complex. Wow. And so I'm just now, um, you know, wanting people to know we can disagree, yeah, but we can coexist in the same space. Yes. That's okay with me. Yeah. As long as you're not being disrespectful to me or you're not, you know what I mean? If you, and this was my point, I was willing to engage in the conversation no matter what area that it, no, no matter what side it went to, if yeah. she was willing to engage peacefully again with yeah. me. And we can, again, just agree right. to disagree. You can unpack your thoughts. I can unpack my thoughts and we can move on. But it got aggressive like she was real just quick. too defensive on what she thought and it was like, that's it. Yeah. And so, you know, I, on one hand, I was disappointed, like, oh, you should have kept your silence. But I'm like, I, on the other hand, I'm like, no, I feel I feel completely content seeing yeah. what I said and being okay with that. Yeah, I had a similar story just in terms of like not staying silent in a moment where you felt like, mm, let me just say something. Yeah. So everybody knows that we're living through a pandemic right now. Um, and so when I'm at work, I have to wear a mask. I have to wear a face shield. I have to wear them, um, not the face shield, but I do have to continue to wear my mask outside. And for mm. the first half of the school year you didn't have to wear it yeah um outside and i was very happy to be outside Get a little break, times, yeah. like can i breathe like for real um and so anyways i'm outside with um two co-workers and um uh this one co-worker he um he makes a comment of well you know the media is just pushing all of these things and you know everyone's just caught up in fear and when he said that i was like opportunity mm-hmm. so i was just like yeah it's so true it's unfortunate that people are stifled by fear because you know um if they you know served god and if they taste and see that the lord is good they would know that god hasn't given us a spirit of fear mm-hmm. and then he was just like a love peace and a sound mind i'm like oh oh he's one of us one of Wait us. a second hold on but the, no not really oh. like okay he's somebody who he goes to church he um he obviously knows his word but um when i am normally interacting with him or seeing how he interacts with my other coworker i would never okay put that together. well then maybe not and otherwise. in that moment <laughs> me not choosing silence um it taught me a lesson about just people in general wow. how you can look at someone and when they um, think that they have someone that's like-minded, all of a sudden they have this voice. Mm. But when they have someone that has an opposing view... He was never going to say anything. Completely yeah. silent in how they care. He would never make those comments. Yeah. When it's just him and I, he, I always hear him making these um, comments about the Bible, about Christianity, about praying, and all of these things. And mm. then when I step back and I see him with my other coworker, um, I don't get that type of conversation. Yeah. I do understand to a certain extent. You can't make the same comments yeah, as yeah. someone who does not believe, believe but it was never evident to me that he believed when he spoke to this other yeah. co-worker because of the things that he would say mm. the way he would say it and mm. the conduct that he had yeah i literally thought that he was you know some single older man that is just mm. a little too playful with his co-workers mm-hmm. mind you he's a holy married man wow with um a son that's actually a pastor living in another area wow. in canada and just so the but background like and stuff like that is there and... but it's conflicting yeah um and so crazy. anyways so just sharing that story just kind of reminded me that sometimes your 
using your voice will reveal things. And God mm. um, is very um, gracious with us to show us different things in ways we never expected to see them. But it's when you step out in that obedience and when you yeah. step out in using um, your voice. So, yeah, I just overall, like this and- conversation has been very... Sorry. A little bit freeing. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Because you, you never know when God's going to use you. Never. Like, you you don't even know if the guy was like, man, like, I really should learn my word. But I need to get back. Like, people are watching me. Like, yeah. from one conversation that you have. Like, you yeah. literally don't know. And so, like, silence is so complex like that. Because as much as we're saying, use your voice, use your voice, use your voice. Sometimes you do need to be very um, mindful and have yes. a spirit of discernment about how you're going to use your voice, yes. when you're going to use your voice, because right. you don't want to be, you don't want to run people away with yeah. what you're saying, but you should not, you know, dial it back and hide. Mm-hmm. I don't think reverting to silence isn't the answer when you know that God wants you to speak. Mm-hmm.